Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in on a glorious afternoon in the capital city. We say hello to you, Jimmy B and TC. You can always get in on the program at 264-1700. Again, that number, 264-1700. Great show lined up. John Walters, the longtime voice of Iowa State, will join us at about 1225. Ken Silverstein at the top of the hour at 1 o'clock. John Cannon on the NBA coming up at 140. And at 2 o'clock, Chris Cotillo, uh, SB Nation and Major League Baseball, the Daily Dish. How you doing, pal? Everything good? Oh, I've been better. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, battling through here on a Thursday, and we got a little Indiana-Michigan going on. Yeah. Big Ten tournament. Yeah, happening. Sad uh, last night. Didn't get to see the Hawkeyes, though. The curfew got them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason they didn't start that I know, game last but night. But it was raining while they were trying to finish up that first game. Right, with Purdue and Nebraska. Yeah, it was coming down pretty good. A 10 o'clock curfew. These are college kids. Do you need a 10 o'clock curfew? <laughs> hey, Come I, on, Big Ten. I don't, that sounds like something Delaney came up I don't, with. I don't make the rules. <laughs> I know they got to get their sleep. Oh, man. In college, I was just tuning up at 10 o'clock. Absolutely. Come on. Oh, that's still the case. I was just lighting the first doobie. (laughs) (laughs) Doobie. (laughs) Well, the Big Ten tournament continues. The Hawkeyes get started here. Probably going to be a little bit later than estimated as uh, Michigan and Indiana are tied in game one. Oh, they just tied it up in the ninth, didn't they? Yeah, Michigan with a uh, base hit to tie it. Runners at first and third with two outs, 4 4. Wow. The score there with Indiana and Michigan. Elimination game there on the top half of the bracket. And then Iowa uh, and Maryland coming up next, uh, probably half hour after it finishes, maybe 45 minutes. So. Yeah. We're going to be a little ways away from that one. So, yeah, I wanted to uh, want to see the Hawks last night. Yep. A little disappointed we didn't get to get that. It was no NHL, no NBA playoffs. My twins had played earlier in the day. so It was boring. It was kind of a quiet night. Watch the Cubs for a while. I, let, I Look, I saw the Rizzo home run, mm-hmm. and, okay, I'm out of here. So I went and played tennis indoors for an hour. Oh, really? Got a little workout in. Yeah. Well, most of the time, you attribute my butt being on a bar a bar stool somewhere. Yes. At that time of the night. So instead, I was uh, out exercising, hitting a few tennis balls. Good work out of you. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, way. it was boring TV. Absolutely awful. So got that. We'll be keeping an eye on, keep you up to date all day long here on the show, what's happening with the Hawkeyes and the Terrapins. Uh, in the Big Ten tournaments, the Hawkeyes look to uh, make another run like they did last year, getting all the way to the championship game and trying to do that again here this season. We'll talk about that, Jimmy B. What else have we got? Well, NBA decision time came yes. down. Uh, Big 12, Big Ten, anything that shakes the foundation for you? I mean, Biggie Swanigan, some people That's, had as the player of the year, yes, and he decides to stay in the draft. Well, I think he needed to. I mean, What else can he do? Aside from, you know, leading Purdue into the Final Four, mm-hmm. uh, that's for for me. The the guy showed the NBA what he's all about. Uh, he's going to be a good player uh, in the NBA, and I think that whoever drafts that kid uh, will be very happy, and he'll probably be a ten year player, barring any serious injury. That's that's to me. That's just kind of the way I view him. And could he turn into a, a star player? Maybe. 
but he's going to be very, very serviceable for the the team that decides to select him, whether if it's late in the first round or early in the second. Well, and you saw his range improve so sure. much as a shooter. That's he, what I'm saying, yeah. He, he always liked to kind of fill it up out there and sometimes be like, get your butt down on yeah. the block. Right. But they also had Haas, and he had to, because yeah. of that, kind of extend his game. And we saw improvements out of that. I just like his game. I, I think he's going to fit. I think he's going to find a home. I think he's going to play for a long time. Does he have the upside to be a star? It depends on your definition of star. Are you talking like Zach Randolph? Could it be a guy like that? I think he's got more skill than Randolph. Yeah, Randolph. Because, because Randolph didn't really shoot the three that much. Right. Swanigan can indeed step out and do that. And I think after two years of being in the association, uh, his outside game will improve tremendously. But Randolph had some pretty monster seasons. He I did. Mean, he had he tw- did. 23 and 13. Yeah. For a guy that... I don't know if Swanigan can do that. I think you jump higher off the ground than Zach Randolph. <laughs> I know, let's, let's slow down on Zebo. that one. Let's slow down on that one. That, that certainly is not the case. That could but be a challenge. Th- that's something that I kind of look at with him. Again, depends on what you think a star is in the NBA, but yeah. a very good player, I will go down that line of thinking. Uh, I saw Myron Metcalf over at ESPN. Sure. Updated his top 25 okay. for college basketball after all the decisions. Preseason number one, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Arizona coming back. Uh, they lose. Simmons, Markinen, uh leaves as well, but they got a ton coming back. Alonzo Trier, probably the biggest name out of there. Jackson Cartwright, they're going to be good. Kansas at two. Jayhawks at two. God, I don't know if I would have put them there. Same boat. You lose the National Player of the Year, yeah. Frank Mason. You lose Josh Jackson, yeah, who we both loved. I mean, you lose both of those guys. Landon Lucas is gone. Right. Now you're bringing in a great class. They always do. Yes. Malik Newman, the Mississippi State yeah. kid who sat out last year, he'll be eligible. Uh, they have another transfer, I think from Arizona State, I want to say, that'll be eligible. But two? Two? Uh, Devontae Graham, can he take over that role that Frank Mason did a year ago? And take that kind of step. Frank Frank Mason was a really good player. Yeah. And Graham is too. Yeah. But But now putting all that pressure, late game situation. It's all on him, yes. Good news for them, though, is uh, Svi's coming back. Uh, He'll be back for them this year, and that backcourt's going to be good. With with him and Graham, they are going to be good. Michigan State at three. We talked about that a lot, of course. Uh, The biggest news is Miles Miles Bridges. Bridges. Coming back to that one, Nick Ward, he was a load inside for him inside uh, at the end of the year. They get Gavin Schilling back, mm-hmm. who was lost with an injury. So I'm fine with Michigan State up there, Kentucky at four, Duke at five. How about this at six, though? Wichita State. Woo! Just moved to the American. That's right. And he has him at six? Six in the country. Not six in the American. Six, six in the, in the country. country. Yes. Oh. Their turn, everybody. No wonder the American said, oh, you guys want to come here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got a spot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Carolina 7, Florida 8. There's West Virginia at 9, Louisville at 10, who if uh, they would have got Donovan Mitchell back, some people say they might have been preseason number one uh, with that one. Villanova, Miami, USC, UCLA, Minnesota. Uh, Let's see, those are your top 15, kind of continuing scrolling through here. Any other Ones of interest, there's Northwestern at 20, Notre Dame 21, Butler 23, Texas at 24. I find that interesting, hmm. but since they just got Bamba, 
Right. That that changed everything. And they got a point guard now, too. Yes, yes, absolutely. A, a real point guard to run things in the backcourt. That is what they, they're going to need. Um, they also have a transfer coming in from Tulane that averaged 12 points a game. So, yeah, and their final one, uh, Myron's at ESPN, Missouri. Oh. 25. Because of uh, Michael Porter, Michael Jr. Porter Jr. and it's not just him; it's his brother too. Well, there uh, is he coming the next year? No, he's trying to reclassify. Oh, okay. And trying to finish up school. Oh, this so he summer. can play with so his he can brother. Play with his brother. Wow. But as of now, uh, nothing that has happened there, at least that wow. I've seen. But yeah, I, it, they got a myriad of guys coming in, though. It's not just Michael Porter Jr. And that's why I, I think it'll be fun to watch Missouri this year yeah. because, you know, we've seen the last two years, two guys that proved to be more than likely the number one pick and the number one pick before that. Ben Simmons goes to LSU. Markel Fultz goes to Washington. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have a ton of help around him. You know, the LSU team should have been better. They should have been much better. Johnny Jones didn't do a real good job. No, he did not. That squad because that was a pretty talented team. It just never meshed. They, they never were able to work it out very well. Plus, remember, Iowa State, they go out of Missouri this year. So now we'll see what this young group is going to be able to do, and we'll get that local connection with the Cyclones heading down to Columbia this yeah, year. Yeah, And a rekindling of the old Big 12 rivalry. That'll be fun. Also, uh, speaking of the Big 12 and the SEC, Cyclones are going to get Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So that means Rick Barnes gets to uh, make an appearance again against uh, Iowa State. <laughs> Rick Barnes. I don't think that's moving the needle. You don't think so? You don't think nobody cared that much about Rick Barnes when he was at Texas? Not really. (laughs) No. As good of a coach as he was at Texas and got him to a Final Four, Yeah, I'm going to guess that nobody's going out to buy a ticket. Nobody's going to buy a ticket because Rick Barnes is coming back. Rick Barnes is coming back. But they get Tennessee. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So non-conference-wise, at Missouri, as mentioned, they they get Iowa coming in there to Hilton this year. You and I in the Big Four Classic. Tennessee in the SEC Big 12 Challenge, and then they're in the the Puerto Rico shootout this year. Yes. uh, Is where they're going to be playing their exempt tournament. So that schedule is starting to come together. Of course, they play the SEC Big 12 Challenge, though. They play that later on. They play that in January. Still haven't moved off that, Jimmy B. You surprised that they're keeping on playing that thing uh, right in the middle of conference play? I guess, but where else could they put it if teams already have their non-conference schedules booked they have to figure out where to put that in open dates i suppose i really don't mind it that much i guess i i mean it's just the matchups it, haven't been that good yeah i mean that that's what it comes well, down to. also and you don't have kentucky playing kansas right right this, this time kansas uh kentucky's gonna go to west virginia that was fun but now especially without that it makes it i think even more wonky yes yeah. All right, you're in the middle of conference play. We're going to and stop. now you're going to take a break. And now Kansas is playing Texas A&M, Kansas State hosting Georgia. Yeah, Kentucky, as you mentioned, West Virginia. Other matchups: Baylor, Florida, Oklahoma, Alabama, Texas, Old Miss, Tennessee, Iowa State. What are you fired up about? <laughs> what, what gets well, your engine running? Well, Kentucky, West Virginia. There's one. That's what I want to see. Number two. That's the. That's it. That's it. That's it. And that's the problem that we get into. Yeah. And that we've seen the last few years. And there's been good games that have come out oh, of this. Oh, sure. Yeah, last year, that Vanderbilt-Iowa State that, game. That was a heck of a game. It was just the defense fell apart for the clones in the second half uh-huh. and allowed Vandy to come back and win that basketball game. But 
as you go through, I think that's a question. At this time, does it make sense to play it here? And what else can be done? It's just the matchups that they've come up with haven't done a whole lot. There hasn't been ones that, that knock your socks off, and it's kind of the same case here. For Iowa State, you hope Tennessee's good. That's kind of all you get. Be different if you had Kentucky coming in. Oh, God, would that be awesome? Oh, man. Would that be great? Mm. You had Calipari showing up in Ames. Right. Oh. Now you're selling tickets. Right. Okay. Rick Barnes? Nah. <laughs> Calipari? Where do I get a ticket? Yes. <laughs> that would do it. That would do it. Hey, uh, one more. Okay. Yesterday, we missed this one. Didn't get to it in our notes. Uh, speaking of these games that are played between two different conferences, the Gavit games have come out with the Big Ten. Now, no Iowa involved this year. Uh, the Hawkeyes will be sitting it out, and that's why they agreed to play that game up in South Dakota against Colorado. Okay. Remember, they'll be playing that this year. But uh, some of the other matchups that'll be happening: Minnesota is at Providence, ho hum. Yes. Purdue at Marquette. That should be pretty That's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Butler at Maryland. Sure. I like that one. Creighton at Northwestern. Okay. Sure. Indiana at Seton Hall. Yeah. yeah. Nebraska St. John's. Gross. Yeah. Xavier at Wisconsin. That's not bad. One. But uh, the one that's getting people over to our neighbors to the east talking: DePaul at Illinois. Okay. DePaul and Illinois. I think, and I don't have it offhand, but I, I think I saw they haven't played a regular season game since the '60s. That's incredible. That doesn't seem like it could be you right. Would have, you would have thought that Back those, the those two schools they would have been when when Meyer was there, yes. both Ray and Joey, and mm-hmm. they were really good. You wonder if it stems from recruiting battles. Could be, you know, some bad blood that happened on the recruiting trail. Yeah. Uh, those were two staffs that were known to. Hang out in the murky waters. How about bend the rules slightly? Yeah, yeah. I like mine better. Okay, murky waters. Hang out in murky, murky waters. Murky waters, shark-infested yeah. murky waters. Yes, yes. There were things going on there. But yeah, I, I thought I saw that the other day, and again, I didn't didn't click like or anything okay. so I could go back and find it. But I thought I saw, like, they haven't played since 67. That's shocking. Yeah, but uh, DePaul will be making their way down there and playing Illinois. So those are the Gavit games. Hawkeyes off this year. They'll get Colorado instead. Non-conference schedule starting to come together. And and we have, should have those things usually by the – it's it's so different in basketball. And this is kind of something that drives me nuts. So basketball-wise, you can wait until a couple months before – you're set to play. And you find you have a couple of open dates, so then you can go look for somebody. Yep, yep. Okay. You can you can do some finagling. You sure. can move things around. Well, there's so many games, too. That's the difference. Where in football, yeah. they got these things scheduled out. There are games that are currently scheduled in college football through 2030. Yes. 2030. Yeah. 13 years away. Yeah. And it provides absolutely no wiggle room. If you have an opportunity, boy, we have a real good team. You know what we should do? We should try to find a good home-and-home, home, neutral site game, whatever it is. Well, you don't have that flexibility at all. No. At all. It's so dumb. Why do they do it that way? I I wish I had an answer for you. I guess that's the way it's been done for so many years yeah. that it just continues. And I find it disheartening, and I I wish that they would only schedule a few years in advance. But maybe it's because they're, they can only play, like, Big Ten. You get, what, three non-conference games. Right. So they got to lock them in as best they can. 
over a, a number of seasons to make sure that they're set. What if they what if they had a hole and all they can play is Savannah State? Well then you play Savannah State. Oh man. You play Savannah State. That's happened before. We've seen that where teams that pull out late yes. pay the buyout and go down that route, but there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way than maybe. The way... Maybe they should have a rule where you can't make it any more than five years in advance. But even that, I mean, you don't know what a program is going to be in well, five no. years. I know. Hey, you was scheduled five years ago a home and home with Clemson. You're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah. Now we'll... look at what they. Oh become. yeah, right. I don't want any part of right, this. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, same. I mean, there's just so many programs that are that way that you look at them when you make that schedule, you just don't know. Sure. Lots of flexibility. What would be the best thing? was to just allow me to do it. I could make it. And I could come up you, with not going for schedules only, for Not only are you the czar of uh, of uniforms. Correct, correct. Yes. Now you want to be the czar of, non, of non-conference scheduling in right, college football. Right. I, I think I would do a great job with it. You don't? Yeah. I can see you now. All right. Iowa. Yes. You're going to get... Notre Dame, yep, Alabama, no, Iowa State. No, no, that's it. That, no, that's your that's no. your three non conference. No, no, no Alabama. <laughs> Everyone likes to have those signs. We want Bama. I'm not going to be taking one of those. Okay, signs. no way. So you would put them in Wyoming? No, no, too good. You too no. good. Too good. Wyoming's too good. Too Wyoming's too good. If you're going to play somebody that nobody knows, play somebody nobody knows, and that can't beat you. That was the same problem with North Dakota State. Yeah. It was a terribly scheduled game. Same thing here with Wyoming. Everybody, terribly scheduled ev- game. Everybody knew how good North Dakota State was. Yes. and But nationally, it was still a national punchline. Yes, it was. Iowa, fresh off a Rose Bowl, yes. lost to North Dakota State. Yes. Same thing will happen if they lose to Wyoming. Yep. Even if they have a guy that turns out to be the number one draft. And pick, he could be. And he very well could be. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Allen yep. It will still be looked at and laughed at. If you go that route. So I'd do a good job putting those things together. Better than trying to schedule 15 years in advance. How dumb is that? Well, you could still put North Texas on there. Well, there's a win. <laughs> Jimmy P and TC, we're coming right back. John Walters, the longtime voice of Iowa State, coming up on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Kubota's Orange Opportunity Sales Event is going on now. Take on all kinds of jobs around your property with a Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor. The Kubota BX is gentle on turf, but has the power and versatility to handle a wide range of garden and yard chores. Now get financing as low as 0% APR for up to 84 months. Now through May 31st, 2017. Call toll free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. Come see Jake at Capital City Equipment in Des Moines, just off I-80 on 2nd Avenue. Attention landowners, want to know what your farm is worth? 
At Iowa Land Company, our team of blue-collar land experts combine years of real estate experience with the latest marketing innovations to give you a modern real estate service unmatched in the Hawkeye State. We're a farmland real estate company, and helping connect buyers and sellers of Iowa land is our specialty. Give us a call at 641-443-2584 or visit us online at iowalandcompany.com for a free farmland evaluation. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment not returned on other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. 
Hey, everybody, welcome back. We roll till 3 o'clock today. Thank you for tuning us in and the others out. John Walters is our first guest, the longtime voice of Iowa State. He is fresh off the little caravan throughout the state. I hope he's got clean underwear on. Uh, He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Johnny, how are you, pal? Doing well, guys. How are you? We're doing terrific. How was the caravan? I watched uh, different tweets that you sent out. Looks like you guys had a great time. We did. We had really good turnouts everywhere we went across the state, and it's a tremendous way to do it. I don't know what we were thinking (laughs) in the past in the way we did uh, getting our coaches out to meet with the fans. Um, really everybody though, across the country kind of did the same thing where you had like golf outing and the dinner and, you know, it was nice and it was fun, but just, it took up the whole day and it took up about 30 dates on the summer calendar. And these coaches nowadays just do not have time to commit to that kind of thing. So, you know, to cram everything into two weeks and still get more coaches than would be available in that format out in the public, meeting people, shaking hands, mm-hmm. getting you know autographs, pictures, whatever you want. If you wanted to autograph with Matt Campbell this week and you didn't get it, that's probably on you because we gave you every single opportunity uh, to do that. So um, just a tremendous idea that Jamie Pollard had 11 years ago, and it's continued to grow and grow, and uh, we really like the way we do it, and we get out and we see it an awful lot of people. And it's fun now because you know, Jamie was pointing out that you know some of these some of these adults now that are even students at Iowa State have come up to him and said, "Well, yeah, I was one of the kids up on the stage getting a you know a jersey, wow. <laughs> you know, uh, ten years ago, and now here I am a student at Iowa State." So it's kind of cool that it's come full circle on some of these kids. Well, it's certainly always a great event there mm-hmm. and a chance to get out and and hear the coaches in a more relaxed kind of environment. I know that's always fun with these kind of events is is you get to see a little bit more of the personality from the different coaches, but I don't know if you need to see uh, any more personality out of Matt Campbell. That thing's always front and center. Yeah, I think his personality is, and Steve Prome too, has really uh, um, let his hair down over the last couple of years out on the tour. And those two guys in particular – Really wanted to get out to uh, to Dyersville to the Field of Dreams, and we stopped out there, and they had some fun with that. And uh, you know, we do have some fun. I, I think one of the great things about it, Trent, is that these coaches who you know, some of them work in the Jacobson Building, some of them work in the Bergstrom Building, some of them work in the Sukup Building, but they're in all these different places across campus, and they don't really interact with each other that much during the course of their seasons. They're just too busy and in their own little bubble, you know, and. Uh, so this opportunity to put them together on a bus for a couple of weeks really allows them to interact, and they were very close. You know, a lot of these guys are very, very close, and you know, we saw when Jamie Pollard hired Kevin Dresser as the new wrestling coach. He took Matt Campbell with him down to Blacksburg to try to uh, convince Coach Dresser to come to Iowa State, and so there was a relationship that was formed there. Uh, it, it's just, it's not just uh, each each guy has his sport and that's it they're all kind of in it together and i think that's a good healthy way to have an athletics department and i think it's been fostered a lot by these these bus trips john walters is our guest on the draft house 50 hotline all right john let's get into a couple of things and we'll start with basketball and steve prome they were in the news uh it seems in the last couple of weeks a little bit more than football Guys leaving, guys showing up. Um, where are you on all of this? Losing a guy just a couple of weeks before he was going to show up on campus. Well, that was very unfortunate. I mean, I don't, I don't 
understand really what happened there because uh, it's not like there was a coaching change at Iowa State. Uh, it's not like the roster changed dramatically of, of who was going to be in the program in the coming year. And a guy who had been committed for a long, long time to the program and had signed a letter of intent um, suddenly says he wants out of it. You know, two weeks before he's due to be on campus, that's really a bad deal for the coaches because think how many guys Iowa State could have recruited mm-hmm. to that spot over the last year and said no to because we already got a guy in Darius McNeil. And, you know, I, I just think it's a, it's a pretty low blow to do it that way. I don't know what the reasoning is from the kid's side. And, and you know, when the dust settles, whatever happens, happens. I, I'm not, I'm not going to be that uh, concerned because I think Coach Prom is not one to dwell on it. Uh, if this doesn't work out where McNeil plays for Iowa State, and I know he was very excited to have him in the program. Darius McNeil had sent him a, a text a month ago saying, I'm excited to be in Ames. You know, and then to have all this happen, it just it baffles the mind. But it, uh, Steve doesn't dwell on this kind of stuff. He moves on. He wants to focus on the guys that are here and want to be here. And and um, I think he still feels like he has plenty of pieces in place. And he's not a guy that plays a whole lot more than seven or eight guys in his rotation anyway. Um, and I think he feels like he has enough pieces that they'll still be just fine. But, yeah, he would love to have him here, and uh, it, it's kind of a shame if this doesn't work out. But that's that's the world we live in, I guess, today. But, you know, he brought in Hans Braes, who's um, a transfer from Princeton, a big guy who is immediately eligible. Uh, that's that's a good deal. I think he'll fit right in with the, the culture of the program and, and do good things. And then, obviously, Jeff Beverly's coming in. Then you've got Michael Jacobson, who's going to come in and uh, sit for a year and then be eligible a year later. Uh, the transfer from Nebraska was originally from Milwaukee, and I think can really help, particularly on the boards. Um, and you can't forget we have Cameron Large still uh, ready to, to play this year now, too. So, um, you know, I, I think if you start looking at it and you're trying to get to an eight-man rotation, it's not that hard to do, uh, even without McNeil. It would have been great to have him, but... Uh, if it doesn't work out that way, I think they'll they'll still find a way to be all right. John, Trent and I on this show are both on record. Cameron Lard seems to be like the great unknown. Can you give yeah. can you give our listeners any insight what you expect out of this guy? Nope. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, the only reason I can't Jim is I haven't even I, I honestly haven't even seen him practice yet. Wow. You know, um wow. Um, because he, he really focused on when he got to campus, getting his grades in order, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and lifting weights and, and getting stronger, really getting into the conditioning program. And, and I wasn't, as the season wears on, I don't go to as many practices. I, you know, right. I go to a bunch early, but I don't go to as many later on in the year when he was out there. And so I haven't even seen Cameron practice yet. So it's hard for me to give an opinion other than the fact that his credentials uh, coming out of high school, very, were very good, you know, as far as his athletic ability. And, you know, I think when you put him together with Lindell Wigginton and Terrence Lewis and really consider that your freshman class, because that's what they are, those will be your three freshmen, that's a pretty good group. You know, that's a pretty talented uh, trio from what I understand. And, um, you know, and then you, you start looking at some of the other pieces, you know, Donovan Jackson being back and Nick Weiler-Babb and Solomon Young and then, uh, the, the guys we just mentioned that are newcomers the, the, that are coming in from other colleges, um, you know, I, I, I think there's enough there uh, to make a case that Iowa State can still be pretty good. I think it's going to be different, obviously. And when you 
when you lose guys like Monte Morris and Nazmi Trulong and Matt Thomas, uh, um, who have been you know in your program for all these years and the winningest players in the history of the program, and then you throw in Deontay Burton, who had a spectacular senior season. Those are big losses. You know, Iowa State has a lot to, to replace, but I think the program is in a very healthy place, and there's going to have to be a little bit of patience as the season wears on. I think they're in a lot, uh, a very similar situation to what Iowa was uh, coming into last season, where they knew they were going to be young, and it was just a matter of asking the fans to, to you know, bear with it as we go through some growing pains early on. I think it'll be the same way for Iowa State this year, but. Hopefully by the end of the year, they'll put themselves in contention to make the NCAA tournament again. That's certainly the goal, and we'll see if they can do it with a pretty much new group. Mm-hmm. Well, we know, John, there's going to be a lot of expectations on Lindell Wigington coming in. He'll be joined in the backcourt there with Donovan Jackson. Should be a fun backcourt to watch. But out of the returning guys, who's the most important cog in your mind to maybe take that next step forward? Well, there's, you know, there's three returning guys that I think uh, everybody's focusing on, and that's Solomon Young, Nick Weiler-Babb, and Donovan Jackson. And I think it's, it's really important for all three of those guys to take big steps forward. But I guess if you had to pick one, you would say Solomon Young, just because uh, you don't have a lot of other experience that's been here on campus in the post. Now, you are adding a couple of post players in Jeff Beverly and Hans Brace, so you're going to have some experienced guys that hopefully you can count on down there. And then you've got Cameron Lard, as I mentioned. But, um, you know, I, I think Solomon has to be a leader down there, and he has to expand his game a little bit. You know, I, I, he showed an ability to hit uh, a medium-range jump shots, even hit a couple of threes last year. He does have that ability, and I think expanding that and showing that a little bit more will be a big part of his game. You know, he wasn't asked to do a lot of scoring last year. And I'm not saying he's all of a sudden going to be a, a 15- or 18-point-a-game scorer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if he could average, you know, you know, nine or ten points a game and, and six rebounds or so, uh, I think that'd be a valuable contribution in the post. And I don't have any reason to think he can't do that. He's a hard worker, and he's very determined and believes in himself. And, um, you know, I think if he can take that step forward, I, I think, too, you know, Nick weiler Bab at times last season didn't play with as much confidence as he needed to. Um, Nick's a very talented guy. But, you know, when you're around all those veteran guys, it's you know, and, and if you don't have a real – hyper-aggressive personality, it's very easy to just kind of blend in and just do your thing and, and you know, facilitate more than be a, a go-to guy. And not that Nick has to go out and, and average 20 points a game either, but I think he needs to get more of a, a mentality of, of being aggressive and being assertive because he has that kind of talent to do things. And um, I, I think he'll need to take that step forward this year, and I think he will. Uh, he, you know, he didn't, he didn't score a lot at Arkansas, and when he came into Iowa State, he, uh, I think, was a better all-around player than a lot of us envisioned. Um, and if he continues to develop his jump shot, if he can shoot that with more confidence, that three, uh, and really get in the gym and work on that this summer, I think he has a chance to make a real nice contribution this year. And I, I fully expect Donovan Jackson to make a really big jump this year uh, just because he'll be dependent on more. And another guy that kind of realized his role and fit in and said, okay, if I play good defense and I make the shots when I'm open – that's what they want from me, and he did it, and he did it beautifully in the second half of the season. Now he's going to be asked to do a little bit more, and he's not a point guard, really. He's more of an off guard. I think Wigginton will be the, mm-hmm. the primary ball handler. But, um, but you know, between those two guys, you have two guys that can kind of have that point guard mentality that I think can make for a pretty good backcourt. John Walters is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Let's switch over to football. 
Uh, I would say, at least if you're a Cyclone fan like yourself, John, that Matt Campbell and his staff are doing very well recruiting-wise. Got the top offensive lineman to sign about a week and a half ago. And then he gets the kid out of Dowling to sign as well. Well, commit. Well, commit. And, and, and John that, can't that's talk correct. about guys that's right, that's right. until he they're can. signed. All right, I, that's correct. Commit. I, not sign, but commit. So in your estimation, John, this, uh, as far as what you've seen in Campbell in just his second year, his staff, it looks to me anyway, like they have flipped the switch as far as recruiting and getting at least having kids commit that are top-flight players. Well, I think that's really been the case ever since the minute he stepped foot on campus. You know, I I think the huge advantage that Matt had over some former Iowa State head coaches when they were hired is that he has had been a sitting head coach at Toledo and was able to bring a lot of his staff with him and didn't really have to spend those first couple months um, trying to recruit his staff as much as recruit players. And, I mean, two days into it, he had Devin Moore, the quarterback from Waterloo West, committed to him his second day as the head football coach at Iowa State. And, you know, they're really high on Moore. They think he's going to be a really good player. Uh, Moore was a kid who actually camped out at Toledo, um, you know, and, and Matt had seen him and recruited him at Toledo, but he had had some high major offers. He wasn't sure he's going to be able to get him at Toledo. And then when he took the Iowa State job, boom, you know, he, he nails the guys. So um, it really hasn't slowed down from there. I mean, he got the uh, two of the top three classes that Iowa State's ever had have been the two classes he signed. And now this third class is off to a great start. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a staff with a bunch of energy. They, they get after it in the recruiting trail. They feel like there's an awful lot to sell at Iowa State. And they believe in it. You know, they believe in who they are and what they're doing. And um, they know how important it's going to be to get players. They have, they're not going to win without getting better players in the program. And I think we saw, you know, immediately last season, uh, that this staff can recruit. When you saw guys like Deshante Jones, uh, Kane Nwangu, David Montgomery out on the field year one, uh, making the contributions that they did, um, and then you start thinking about guys like Chase Allen that redshirted last year that are going to be eligible this year, these guys can recruit, and it, it's going to be fun to see the talent level continue to grow. As you know, Matt's always said, he just wants to be able to have uh, you know a true two deep uh, uh, to get that. Uh, roster as talented as he can get it where there's competition at each position and there wasn't as much at certain positions as there needed to be a year ago but I think that's continuing to progress in the right direction I think the whole program is continuing to progress in the right direction and it's not a matter of if they get there in my opinion it's just a matter of how quickly they do and you know I I think that uh, the thoughts of this coming team going to a bowl game are certainly in a lot of people's heads and Maybe not nationally, but I, I think this group feels that that's a really good attainable goal for them this year. And uh, I, I'd be very surprised if uh, you know if they're not in competition for an opportunity to go to go to a bowl in November. And if they can finish the deal, then that would be a great you know jump forward in year two of the program. Seems like the expectations continue to build here. Um, as you've been out on the circuit talking to the fan bases, is that kind of where people are at right now, expecting this team to make it to six wins and get back to a bowl game? I think a lot of people do feel that way. And what's even more exciting about it, Trent, is you know, you, as you look at that upward incline, you know, can you take it to at least that level this year? Then can you maybe take it another step the, the following year? And, and 
continue to grow it to the point where you're consistently going to bowl games and you, you know, have the years where, you know, things kind of fall in place where you have a good senior group and a, and a talented quarterback and maybe you go eight and four or nine and three. I, I think those things are possible and they're out there for this, uh, for this staff. Um, and that's really exciting to think about because it's been a while since Iowa State's had those kind of teams. And so, um, you know, I don't want to put too much on the plate here and say, you know, if this doesn't happen year two and year three, he's a failure. I, I would not even come close to feeling that way. Um, but I, I think nobody's expectations are higher than within that the walls of the Bergstrom building anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and those guys have a true belief that they can get this thing done. So, yeah, I, I think realistically year two, uh, shooting for a bowl game is a, is a good attainable goal. Um, they're going to have to play well to do it. They're going to have to start winning, you know, more than their share of the close games instead of uh, the number of close games that they've dropped in recent years. If you turn the tables on a few of those, it would have put them in some bowl games, and that's what they need to do. You know, they need to win at least half, maybe a little more of those close games, win the games you're supposed to, and then you can do that. So it's not out of uh, the realm of possibility, but, you know, you've got to execute and go out and do it. John Walters is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. John, the uh, Vegas odds makers, and I know that you don't pay any attention to that, but Trent and I do, uh, for entertainment purposes only, uh, have given Iowa State the over-under at five and a half. I mean, actually opening today at four and a half. Oh, it dropped the point. They officially are releasing them today out at CG Technologies. It'll be four and a half. Four and a half. Okay, so it dropped the game. All right. John, with I mean, that ties in with exactly what you were just referencing, and that is that even the odds makers believe Iowa State is on the cusp of uh, being a bowl team as well. Yeah, I mean, I think when you look at the offensive players returning on this football team, um, this could be one of the better offenses that Iowa State's mm-hmm. had in a long time. I think the big questions are just, you know, how does Joel Lanning adapt at linebacker? How does the front four defensively grow? Uh, is it better than a year ago? It needs to be. Uh, they, they need to have a better run defense, and they need to be more physical in their front seven. Um, you know, if those things can happen, um, then then I don't think there's any reason to think that that, that couldn't be a possibility. But, um, you know, I, I think offensively, this is a team that's going to put some points on the board. And so, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. And the other thing that kind of gets forgotten about is that last year, and I don't, you know, one year is different than another. Last year, I think Iowa State collectively had as good a special teams as they've ever had that I can remember. I mean, when you talk about the kicking game, Colnett, I think, was 17 of 18 on field goals. Um, terrific job by Colin Downing as the punter. Most of his punts weren't even returned. Um, he only put a couple in the end zone, so he did a great job with gaining field position. Their kickoff coverage was excellent. Their punt coverage was excellent. And then the kickoff return with Kane Nwangu, he was one of the best in the nation. So, I mean, they, they really excelled on special teams, and that's going to be so important going forward for this program because I do feel it will be in a lot of close games, and sometimes those special teams can be the difference between winning and losing. And there's a real emphasis on it with this staff on winning special teams. And, you know, let's see, you know, the jury's out, but, you know, if next year's special teams can be as good as last year's were and the offense can get a, you know, take a significant jump and the defense can be better than it was a year ago, then I think there's every reason to think that Iowa State could put themselves in contention for a bowl game. Good stuff, John. Hey, we're out of time for today. Enjoy the summer. 
enjoy everything that goes on with it and a little extra time uh, off your <laughs> yeah, feet. Yeah, let me know if you ever run into Cameron Laird and if he's shooting hoops so we can <laughs> at least get an idea of what he can do. <laughs> I promise by next uh, next December, Jim, I'll be able to give you the scouting report on Cameron Lard. <laughs> you're the, for sure. You're the, you're the best, pal. Thank you. All right, guys. See you, John. There you <laughs> go. John Walters, voice of Iowa State, on the Draft House 50 hotline. We'll be right back. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. It's really hard. The searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click and my job was posted to 100 plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them. Thumbs up if I liked them, thumbs down if I didn't. No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. Here's something very cool to kick off the summer. Memorial Day savings of up to 40% on appliance special buys at the Home Depot. Get a Whirlpool stainless steel top freezer refrigerator for just $498. You save over $250. Its LED interior lighting truly puts your food in the spotlight. Nobody beats our prices, guaranteed, with up to 40% off appliances at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bound through June 7th, U.S. only, while supplies last. See store for details. Lots of things take 15 minutes, like sitting through a halftime show or running a very slow mile. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings wants to add one more to the list, the B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch. Order from this menu, and you'll get your lunch in 15 minutes, or it's free. So put in your order, count all the tiles on our ceiling, and voila! 15 minutes and your food has arrived. Or it's on us. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Valid for tables of 6 or less Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at participating locations for dining only. Other restrictions apply. See participating location for details. 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700kbgg.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700kbgg.com.
Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Welcome back, Jimmy B and TC and the Big Talker 1700. You're only live and local lunchtime show. Jimmy B, what's yep. going on over well, there? Well, um, today... It is 52 years ago today, Mm -hmm. and it is one of the most iconic photos in all of sports. It's Muhammad Ali standing over Sonny Liston in the ring, yelling at him to get up. Liston flat on his back with his arms outstretched, and Muhammad Ali yelling at him to get up. That was uh, the fight number two when he was defending the World Heavyweight Championship, and the first time that he was ever introduced as Muhammad Ali. And it was the phantom punch, which Ali called the anchor punch, where he said he threw it so fast it caught him right in the temple and dazed him. Mm. Most people will say Liston took a dive for money (laughs) (laughs) and didn't want to be in the ring with Ali anymore to begin with because he knew he couldn't beat him, Mm -hmm. couldn't catch him, couldn't lay a glove on him after what Ali did to him in the very first fight. And so it's an iconic photo. You've seen this one right here. You've seen that photo. Yeah. And it's a terrific shot. And... It's only in black and white. Now, the photo is in color, but it's black and white when you watch the video mm-hmm. of it. Right. And back then, the instant replay didn't really exist. So you really don't have a good shot. And they only had, like, one camera for the fight. Yeah. That was it. It's not like you got eight cameras all around the ring like you see now, so you get every angle. But to me, it is shocking, one, that it's that long ago, and two, the brilliance of Ali in the ring, and for people who never saw him ever fight, there are a lot of folks now, you need to go back and look at some of those old videos, because there was nobody else like him in that weight class. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. We don't see that anymore, that no, is for sure. No, don't. And boxing is uh, certainly a different sport it today. Is, it is now. Than it was back then. Yes. I mean, look, everybody knew the heavyweight champion up until Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, even after that, Lennox Lewis was pretty well recognized. Vander Holyfield. Yeah. yeah oh, he yeah. had a run. Yeah. Yeah. Was, all those. Yeah. It was still a thing. Yeah. Then... People knew who those guys were. Did, and, the, and, did the Klitschko's yes, ruin it? They made, yeah. No. Well... They they kept it alive. Uh, I think I think the Klitschko's were dynamic enough. Both brothers who held titles were dynamic enough 
But then they decided that they weren't going to fight in the States anymore, Mm -hmm. and all their fights were overseas, and there wasn't anybody who could really challenge them. And that's when boxing really started to take a dive. And literally after saying that Liston took a dive. Yeah. Um, And it's a shame, but that's the way that it has become. And I also believe that pay-per-view killed the sport as well. Gotcha. Because you used to have fights. First off, they were on regular TV. I mean, you could watch Ali fight on Wide World of Sports. Mm-hmm. And and then pay-per-view started to change all of that. And look, I, I get it. It's all capitalism at its finest. But it's kind of one of those things where, all right, you bit the hand that fed you. And that's, and that's what's happened to boxing. Plus the fact there aren't stars anymore. So, I mean, can boxing come back? It's going to it's going to have to be a person, and I believe it will have to be a heavyweight, okay, who will have to dominate the competition, mm-hmm. be an American, have a flair, and has a flair for not only big personality but for the dramatic mm-hmm. as well. It's going to have to be a guy who's like that. Yeah, right now that guy's not on the horizon. Huh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right, quick break. We're coming right back. Ken Silverstein will be our guest at the top of the hour. Jimmy B and TC, Big Talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515 262 Star. Call today for next day installation 515 262 Star. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
You can enjoy your outdoor living spaces when your home has unsightly green and black stains in need of cleaning. Why scrub when you can spray and forget? Spray and forget. The revolutionary no-rinse exterior cleaner eliminates stains from mold, mildew, algae, moss, and lichen. Spray and forget brilliantly cleans roofs, decks, siding, fencing, walkways, driveways, outdoor furniture, and more without pressure washing, brushing, or rinsing. Make your home and your outdoor living spaces brilliant again with spray and forget. Look for the yellow label. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Ace is your neighborhood place for everything Yeti, from coolers to drinkware. And right now, for the first time ever, Yeti is on sale. During the Ace Memorial Day sale, save 25% on Yeti Rambler stainless steel drinkware. It's virtually indestructible and keeps drinks hot or cold for longer. So hurry into your local Ace and save 25% on Yeti stainless steel drinkware. Offer valid for Ace Rewards members only through June 4th. Excludes Duracoat colors and jugs. See participating stores for details. Staples knows that when your spreadsheets no longer spread, it's time. When your presentations are not presentable, it's time. And when tensions in the office are high... No, tensions are very, very high. It's definitely time. And it's times like these when pros turn to Staples. Staples has a full range of tech services to help your business with everything from data recovery to virus protection. And right now, get $50 off PC diagnostic and repair service so your business won't miss a beat. Staples, it's pro time. Ends 527. Service does not include parts. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why, you ask? Because each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by Sam and Gabe's experienced chefs. Well-known in central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta dishes, specialty pizzas, and, of course, the incomparable Steak de Burgo. Join them in Urbandale for dinner, Sunday brunch, and live music, or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the East Village. Private event rooms are also available. Reserve your table at SamAndGabe's.com. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. 1700 KBGG kicks off your morning with On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. I would want all of the police force to have everything that they would need at their fingertips. Just because they say that they need it, that's enough. We need it, so please get it to us. And they give you the hometown scoop with Monk and Kelly. I didn't know you had a clothing line. Yeah. Is it really made of bacon? It's got the official bacon yeah. stamp of approval. Smell so you're of not approval. scratch and sniff. News from around the globe with Westwood One. On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria on the Big Talker. 1700. KBGG. 1700.